Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hello, hello. There we go. All right. Sounds good. Let's lift our hands and just give God praise. Glory to God. We give you praise and glory and honor. We thank you so much for your goodness, for your mercy today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Kirby, bring forth that tongue. Jeff, you got the interpretation of that? For my love is strong. For my love is passionate to you. Don't stray away, but draw close. Draw close. Come close. I draw unto you. I want you closer, says my spirit. Oh, I've longed for this time. I've longed for you to be face to face with you. So don't draw away when things get tough. Don't draw away when things seem broken, but draw closer to me and watch my oil of who I am be poured out upon you. Hallelujah, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now, as we were worshiping the Lord, I just sensed that there were people here that were in a mode of agitation. In fact, what the Spirit of the Lord showed me was the agitator on a washing machine. And this represents their mind and mental state of it continuously turning and in turmoil and causing all kinds of disruption and things of that nature. And um, I sensed that there was just a pressure that was on them, a pressure that was, you know, just heavy on them. And I really believe the Lord wants to break that off of your life. So if that's you, stand to your feet. If that's you right now, stand to your feet. Don't be afraid right now in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Agitation. Just an agitator. It just seems like it's just going like this. You just can't get any rest. You, 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 you try, but you can't get any rest. Right now, lift your hands up to the Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, I just thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, glory to God, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to do what I feel led to do. Is that all right? We're just going to do what the Lord says. Right now, in Jesus' name, I just thank you, Father God. Break it right now. Break it, break it, break it. Break it right now. Right now, off of you. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Break, break, break. Break it off right now, in Jesus' name. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We break it right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We break it off of you right now in the name of Jesus. That pressure's gone in Jesus' name. Gone, 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 gone in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Gone. In the name of Jesus. Gone right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Right now in the name of Jesus. Spirit of agitation. Leave now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We don't need no catchers, do we, with these chairs. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Agitation. Leave now in the name of Jesus. Leave him now, right now, in Jesus' name. I declare him free right now in the name of Jesus. Freedom. 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 Freedom in Jesus' name. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Freedom. Right now, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Freedom right now, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name, Lord. Freedom right now, in Jesus' name. Freedom right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, right now, right now. In Jesus' name. Freedom, my sister. Right now, in Jesus' name. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Freedom, my brother. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Freedom right now, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Freedom, 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 freedom. In Jesus' name, right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Freedom right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name right now. Freedom, 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 freedom in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Excuse me, sister. In Jesus' name. Freedom right now in Jesus' name. Right now, be free. Right now in Jesus' name. Be free. Be free. Be free in Jesus' name. Be free in the name of Jesus. Be free in Jesus' name. Agitation, leave. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Leave. Right now, in Jesus' name. Leave. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Leave right now, in Jesus' name. Leave right now, in the name of Jesus. Leave right now, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Leave her in Jesus' name. Leave, 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 leave in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Agitation, go in the name of Jesus. Agitation, go in Jesus' name. Leave right now in the name of Jesus. Agitation, leave right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Agitation, leave right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Right now, in the name of Jesus, be gone in Jesus' name. Be gone in Jesus' name. 
Be gone in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bad mental habits, saith the Lord. Bad mental habits. Thinking and consuming yourself with the wrong ideas and the wrong thoughts. The thoughts of the enemy, saith the Lord. For they will begin to cause you to be in bondage and will cause you to feel sequestered in your life, saith the Lord. Think on my thoughts, saith God, and you will stay free. Think on things that are pure and lovely and are good report. And you'll begin to operate in a level of freedom that you never thought possible. But if you meditate on the thoughts of the enemy, saith the Lord, bondage, pain, and death will be your daily diet. But look to me, saith God. Look to my words, saith the Lord. And you shall begin to see great and mighty things begin to transpire in your life, saith God. And you will operate in a freedom that the world cannot give you. That all the wealth and riches of this age that you live in cannot afford you the peace and joy and comfort and life that comes by my spirit, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Well, we're going to pray for one of our little lambs. Amen? We'll have Gabriel come on up here. Gabriel's going to go in for a procedure this Friday. So you be praying for the Collins family. Amen? Gabriel's already one of the most handsome babies we have here. I don't know how much more handsome he's going to get. I'll tell you what, we probably won't be able to have put a veil over his face. Amen? Amen? So we're just going to pray that all will go well, that it will be supernatural in the recovery. God will speed up the healing process. We don't believe in faith healing. We believe in divine healing. Amen? Divine healing means divine life surging through the body. Amen? Causing the cells to be animated and and filled with energy and life. Amen? And so we're going to pray that over our little brother right here and over this family as they go through it. He's ready. Amen? Amen. Father, extend your hand. Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you for this precious lamb. And we just lay hands on him in the name of Jesus and we just declare that he is healthy and whole. We thank you, Father God, that all will go well in the name of Jesus and that he will supernaturally recover and the doctors will be amazed at his recovery in the name of Jesus. And I just thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name, that your comfort and peace will be upon the family during this entire time and that they will have no fear in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can we give the Lord a shout of praise? Hallelujah. The power of the Lord is present to heal. 
And I'm going to minister, uh, you know, according to what the Lord has given me because we're in a series called Masterclass, and I, I want to be obedient to that and give you the nuggets. But I'm here to tell you there is a, uh, a presence of the Lord, and he's dealt with me all weekend. You know, I've, I was sitting there and, and, and saying, Lord, what do you want me to do, you know? I mean, and he took me down to the wire. You know, he took me down to the wire, but I, I knew that it, because of the peace that I had on the inside of me, I knew that we were going to be all right. Amen? Amen. But, you know, God likes to do business when his children gather. God likes to take care of his people. Yes. Amen? And, uh, you know, just like with the tongue and interpretation, he wants us to draw closer to him. He wants us to have face-to-face experiences with him, not just here, but, but throughout our lives. In fact, the majority of the business of your spiritual life isn't done here anyway. This is just a corporate setting in which we come together and we're edified and we're built up, but it's Monday through Saturday. Amen? And uh, getting in that, you know, getting in that relationship Monday through Saturday, getting operating and walking from the the status that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places and that we operate from the mountaintop. There's, there's a thing that I was sharing with the staff that we need to get hold of is that God has placed us as king of the mountain. How many remember king of the mountain when you were a kid? Now, that's back when kids used to play outside, you know. And uh, so we'd, we'd play king of the mountain. Now... Most of the time, religious, as as Kevin said in his exhortation, religion teaches that we're trying to climb a mountain and that there are obstacles to climbing that mountain. You know, we we begin to, you know, get assailed with all kinds of rocks and things of that nature and not able to get up the mountain. And the majority of believers' lives are trying to get up to something. You know, the whole idea of, of the religions of the world is that we have to step up. We have to get up there. God, God's up here, and uh, we're down here, and our whole life is trying to get to him. But Christianity, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, raises the believer up to, to the top. Okay? So your fight isn't trying to get up it. Your fight is to maintain position. Amen? And once you have an elevated position, it is very easy to defend. I'm not going to say it's not hard. I'm not going to say it's not difficult. But I will tell you that elevated positions always win. In military conquest, if you're in the elevated position, you're going to win. But in spiritual contests, the problem is, is the enemy wants to get you to think that you are not in that spot, that you are down here. And so when crisis comes, when situations come in your life that you can't explain, you think, oh my gosh, I've got to get, I've got to, I've got to get up here and I got, uh, uh, oh my God, it's so hard. It's, it's so difficult. It's so difficult. See, the enemy wants you to think that way. The minute the doctor says something to you, 
you think, man, this is going to be a long thing, you know. I, I don't know if I can go through this. Or, you know, if you are got a financial situation, you feel like, oh, is God ever going to come through for me? Is he ever going to? But the death, burial, and resurrection was your death, burial, and resurrection. You're so unified with him that you operate from an elevated position. You operate from the highest position. And therefore, when the enemy comes up the mountain, you use your authority as king of the mountain. Amen? And you keep them off the mountain. Amen? And one way that he does that is through... What is known as the right hand of the Lord. The right hand of the Lord. So let's turn in our Bibles to Psalm 118. Psalm 118. This is a scripture that is one of my key scriptures in the situation that I went through with my health. Um, the Lord led me to Psalm 118. Now, most of us will recognize a scripture that is in there. I will not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. I will not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. You know what? You've got to grab a hold of that stuff. You've got to take hold of that scripture. You've got to make it yours. The word has to become flesh. And I mean, I meditate on that scripture and I spoke that scripture, but the whole psalm is act absolutely power-packed with revelation about God's goodness and his mercy towards you and his provision that he has made for you. Amen? So Psalm 118, I'm going to start with verse number one. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Why? Because he's good. Hallelujah. How many found him to be good? Amen. And it says in his steadfast love, or his mercy, as King James says, his mercy endures forever. His steadfast uh, love endures forever. Well, praise God. His steadfast love endures forever. And that word there means his divine favor Amen. His divine favor endures forever. He is good. And as the psalmist says, he does good by disposing his divine favor to us forever. Oh, are you awake out there? You woke up to brand new tender mercies today. You woke up to favor The favor of God is on your life. I don't care what you're going through or what you're struggling with or what you're wrestling with. Divine favor is on your life if you're here born again. Amen? And it endures forever. In fact, it's something that God wanted you to know over and over because he says, Let Israel say his steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say his steadfast love endures forever. The people of God, the priesthood of God... And then he says, let those who fear the Lord say, his steadfast love endures forever. 
Now, I love this. This is one of the scriptures that uh, was really dear to my heart. It really became one of my scriptures. It says, out of my distress, I called on the Lord. How many have done that? Amen. Notice, the Lord answered me, and he set me free. Amen. The Lord answered me, and he set me free. The Lord is on my side. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can we rejoice in the goodness of the Lord? Amen. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Amen. The Lord is on my side as my helper. Praise God. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. Amen. Now he's talking about, you know, demonic principalities and powers. Those that hate you. You know, he had physical enemies and everybody has physical enemies. They're just people that just don't like you. But he's not referring to them because the law of love. Come on now. In the New Testament says love desires no ill towards his neighbor. Amen. And that we're to live peaceably with all men, especially those of the household of faith. Amen. So who hates you? Demon spirits, fallen angels, things of that nature. Guess what's going to happen? He says, I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. Amen. Now notice this in verse number eight. It says, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. A lot of the problem is that we're um, allowing man to execute authority over us through their degrees, through their authority that they have in planet earth. But guess what? All authority has been given to Jesus in heaven and on earth. So he's the highest authority. So we are to trust in the Lord and take him as our refuge and instead of trusting in men. Now, I like this next verse. It says, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. And that's, that's amazing. So people of authority in the earth, politicians. Hello. Influencers, social media influencers. In fact, if you look at this in the Passion Translation, it says it's better to trust in the, or take refuge in the Lord than to trust in celebrities. Hello. Amen. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. Jesus is Lord of all. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, now notice this in verse number 10, because this will give you a real good instance of how this works. It says, all nations surrounded me. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. Notice that. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. See, this prefigures to the authority that we have in Christ Jesus. Notice this. He said, in the name of the Lord, which is the signature of the right hand of God, because the right hand is the one that God signs off. And he says, but I. So it shows you that you have a part to play when it comes to defending the mountain. You're on the mountain. But yet he said, all the nations came after me. 
Okay, they're going to try to climb that mountain. He says, in the name of the Lord, through the authority, I cut them off. Oh, my goodness. I remember I I had gotten a a report from the doctor. You know, it just wasn't wasn't where I was. I wasn't really feeling really good. How many get like getting a bad report and then not feel good? That just doesn't work, man. You're just like, oh, my gosh. You know, could it get any worse? And my wife looked at me and said, it will be as we say. Amen. It will be as we say. Amen. Because guess what? All nations surrounded me. Hello. I was in the doctor's office and there was there was the nurse practitioner and nurses around me and they're all, you know, they surrounded me. They weren't my enemies. They were trying to help me. But they were looking at a wrong basis. They were looking at I gotta climb something. Well, you know, you've got to get well. You know, we're just here to help you get well. Well, that's a process, isn't it? From their standpoint, it's, oh, man, I don't know if I can do this, Lord. I, I don't have any idea. But they didn't realize that I was already. With my blood pressure cuff saying 177 over 105, I still was here. You didn't get that. You don't, you don't understand that. See, I'm not the sick trying to get well. I'm the healed of the Lord defending my position. I'm not the poor trying to get rich. I have the wealth of Jesus in my position, and I defend any and all oncomers. Amen? Are you getting anything out of this? Is this helping anybody? Notice this. He says, they surrounded me, surrounded me on every side. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. Now, that's exactly the agitation spirit that we dealt with right here. You, you, can, you can be in such a situation that it's like a swarm of bees around you. And any time we begin to see insects used in the Scripture, it's all about demonic activity. It's, it's about Because demonic activity comes to agitate, to irritate, and to torment. And uh, you're not necessarily walking casually when you're being chased by bees. You know, know, I mean, bees, you know, they'll get you. And, uh, you know, their stings over a protracted period of time, you know, could eventually kill you. You know, you get too many of them. But initially, it's not. It's an irritating thing. It's just constant irritation, like a dripping of a sink. Just a constant irritation. But he says, they surrounded me like a swarm of bees. But notice this. They went out like a fire uh, among thorns. Now that, you know, if you've ever seen old dried up thorns, 
begin to get consumed by fire, there's a crackle and a hiss like you ain't never heard in your life. I mean, it's just a force. You can feel the force of that fire. Just And, and you know, many people have been attacked by these bees, and they felt the fire, this fire that's just coming on and, and trying them and tormenting them. But notice it says this, In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. He says, I was pushed hard. Listen, in life, you're going to be pushed hard. There's going to be things that are going to push against you. So that I was falling. Okay? Have you ever been there? Where you felt so pushed by a situation that you felt like you were absolutely falling? But the Lord helped me. Remember, go back to the The Lord is my helper. Amen? I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Amen? Now notice this, verse 14. The Lord is my strength. Oh, we just take that for granted. We just read it and we just think that, you know, it's just something that uh, we just say. Like we say to our wives, you're the love of my life. And, you know, and sometimes those words are just words. But when you, you have to take this very to heart. The Lord is my strength. That is something we have to take in. Especially when we're dealing with weakness in our lives. Weakness in our heart. Or weakness in our kidneys. Or weakness in... We have to realize that, that God has supernatural strength for us. Amen? And that strength comes by the Spirit of God. That divine life indwells the believer, and he becomes our strength. I cannot gauge my strength by how I feel. I cannot gauge my strength by the doctor's report. I cannot gauge my strength by the echocardiogram. I cannot gauge my strength. I must gauge my strength on what the Word says. And it says, the Lord is my strength in Jesus' name right now. Supernatural strength right now. Going through every fiber and cell of your heart. All four chambers. Energized by the power of God right now. Strengthening the heart. Strengthening the heart. Heart be strengthened. For the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. You need to be praying those prayers over your life. You need to be praying that consistently over your life. The Lord is the strength of my life and my portion forever. Amen. Divine strength is a part of Christ in you, the hope of glory. Come on now. Amen. I tell you what, there, there, I... I I have to follow the Lord right now. Amen? In the 22nd Psalm, Jesus is hanging on the cross. And he says, My heart melts like wax within my chest. And when I read that, I knew exactly what it was. Because I felt it. It's heart failure. But then he goes on and says in the psalm, The Lord is the strength of my heart. 
and my portion forever. In fact, that word strength means the Lord is the rock of my heart. Well, his was melting like wax within his so that you and I could have a rock. Amen? Because Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. By being made a curse for us. Amen? So we got to take that in there. The Lord is your strength. I said the Lord is your strength. The strength of your body. The strength of your pancreas. The strength of your kidneys. The strength of your bloodstream. The strength. Come on, it's out there if you want it. The Lord is my strength and my song. Now notice it's attached to something. Your stream, your strength is always attached to your song. Hello? Come on now. What are you singing? Well, I don't sing. People get irritated when I sing. I'm not talking about you singing a special. (laughs) I'm not talking about, I'm talking about what are you singing. I'm going to tell you something really weird. I'm going to tell you something really weird. I tell you, and it's going to get religious people all rubbed all wrong. But when I feel good, do you know what plays in my head? Panama. I know I'm going to have a good day. If I hear... And I'm... I'm serious. I'm telling you. How many got, you, you know, you got your own soundtrack. You know that, don't you? Everybody's got their own soundtrack. That's right. Well, I only listen to the hymns and gospel music. Well, whatever. No, God, God uses anything. God uses everything. Amen. Man, when I say that, man, I'm ready to go. Rock and roll, man, I'm ready to go. I'm not saying I agree with everything that man is. and I'm just telling you. I'll wake up with music and songs in my heart. Have you ever woke up with a song in your heart? You know, when I was in the hospital room, I wasn't able to tell this to her while she was here. You know, she uh, moved, moved away and moved on. But, you know, Pastor Sharon... Um, you know, when I was in the hospital room and uh, I was meditating on the Lord, you know, I wasn't necessarily um, meditating on Hillsong songs or, or elevation worship or anything of that nature. Guess who I heard? I heard her with her little quivering voice. I heard her singing those old songs, Jehovah Nisi. I heard her singing those songs, and I heard them over and over and over again. They brought strength to me. They brought strength to me. You know, I'd wake up in the morning. In fact, my my mentor, David Emai, said this. He said, 
He said, you know, you wake up and God will give you a song if you'll ask him for it. Say, I need a song for today. And sometimes he'll use songs that are steeped in in the word of God, you know, and our worship songs. And sometimes he'll give you a song that just comes from your cultural uh, soundtrack. But it's there to, to motivate you, to strengthen you, to encourage you. Amen? I'm not, you know, big on secular music and things of that nature, but I'm telling you, friends, that God will use all kinds of means to inspire and to get you to activate what he's put on the inside of you. And see, strength is attached to a song. You know, we just had a, um, a wonderful memorial service for one of our families here. And two of the young granddaughters got up and sang a song. They sang a song. You know, they sang it to the actual song. And that was a form of God strengthening them during their time of loss and grief. As they sung the song, strength would come to them. How many know what I'm talking about? Amen? And so it's attached to your strength, your song, what are you singing? Is it gloom, despair, and agony on me, the old hee-haw song? Nobody likes me, nobody wants me, nobody, you know. Come on, you start meditating on that stuff. Man, you're going to go down, down, down. Mm. And he has become my salvation. Now listen, God is always salvation. But there are areas in our life in which he stands as our salvation more than others. There are some that can believe God for provision and they well understand that God is their salvation when it comes to provision. There are some that are need salvation in their bodies, but yet they're not fully convinced of that. They haven't fully developed that. Listen, when strength and song come in, it comes to make Jesus the Savior of the particular area that you're dealing with. Okay, now he's going to tell us what song to sing here. He says, glad songs of salvation are in the tents of the righteous. Glad songs of salvation are in the tents of the righteous. Glad songs. Glad songs. Glad songs. Glad songs of salvation are in the tents of the righteous. Well, the Bible tells us in the New Testament that we live in a tent. That the flesh that you're operating in right now is a tent. So he's talking about physical tents and he's talking about the tabernacle of your flesh. The physical tent of Israel, people are singing glad songs of salvation. But I'm here to tell you we don't dwell in tents anymore. We live in a tent. 
We live in a tabernacle, and in that tabernacle, there are glad songs of salvation. And you've got to learn to tap into those glad songs. Well, I'm depressed and discouraged. Well, you've got to learn to tap into those glad songs. Well, I don't have a good singing voice. You've got to learn to tap in to those glad songs. You've got to learn to tap into what's on the inside of you. And guess what? I don't care if you're down in the mully grubs or you've got a stinking attitude here this morning. If you're born again here today, you've got some glad songs of salvation on the inside of you. You've got to learn to release those things. Hello. I'm telling you, the song of the Lord will strengthen your heart. Come on now. And it could be songs that you know, and it can be songs by the Spirit. But it doesn't matter. As long as it's coming from the wells of salvation, it is a song of salvation. It's a glad song. Praise God. I tell you, something that we need to see more of is singing in the Spirit. Amen? Praise God. In fact, when you're in times of... of, um, you know, where you're interceding, you should not stop until you get a song. It may not be in English. It might be in other tongues. But you need, when you get that hint, because it's the hint of victory on the end of your struggle. Amen? Hallelujah. I tell you what, you need to, in the morning, you need to say, Lord, I need a song for today. I need a song for today. And just allow yourself time to let that well bubble up something on the inside of you. And I'm telling you, it might be in other tongues. It might be in English. It might be a, a song that you've known from your childhood. But there's a message in it. You've got to learn to look at it. You've got to learn to investigate it. But for a believer... There are no sad songs of salvation. You are responsible for your attitude. That's one thing that Jesus isn't going to help you with. Because he's done everything to change it. Hello. He won't come to your pity party. He won't come to your whining, you know, gala. He won't come to anything like that. But I'm telling you what, when you're down in the mully grubs and it looks bad and it looks difficult, just yield to the song. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God. Do you think they were in a bad way? No, but it released the power of God. Listen. Strength and song are tied together. Amen? I tell you, I'm not even getting on my... Notice what he says here. Here's here's the song. You want to know a verse of the song that you need to be singing? Okay, here, here it is. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. 
Let's say that together. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. That's a song. That's a song. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. Now, when we talk about hands in the Scripture, they are always symbols of authority. Hands are important. We're created in the likeness and image of God. Therefore, God has hands. Amen? And you can tell a lot about a person by how they use their hands. Amen? And when it comes to dealing with certain situations, you can tell if someone is tight-fisted towards you, reserved and kept back from you, or you can sense if someone is open-handed towards you. When it comes to your hands, you can either extend them as a greeting to receive, or you can use them as a weapon. You see what I'm saying? You can give and you can resist. Your hands basically show who you are and the position of who you are. And in fact, when it comes to basketball, did you know that you can tell where your defender is going to go and move based upon not their feet, but their hands? Amen? You know, you look at some of those extra studies that they do on getting past your defender, and they will tell you if their hands are a certain way that you can move a certain direction. And it will cause them, it shows, that it shows where they stand. Your hands show you where you stand. Right here, the song of salvation that should be coming out of our heart, David, is the hand, the right hand of the Lord does valiantly. Amen. So what does that mean? That means that God's right hand, which is the hand of his authority and strength and salvation, because you look up this word for right hand, it deals with provision it deals with salvation, it deals with strength, and it deals with power, and it deals with authority. For Jesus to sit on the right hand of God means that he is honored at the highest place at the table. It means that he is also fully accepted. Do you understand that? See, when we're singing this song, we need to understand the full import and the full weight of who and what the right hand of the Lord is. Because when we refer to the right hand of the Lord doing valiantly in our lives, we are dealing with the fact that this is an honored, filled with authority has all strength and power, is able to act on the behalf of God Almighty, and we're seated with Him at the right hand. Amen? I'm telling you, you look at Psalm 1611, 
It says that in God's right hand are pleasures evermore. So the right hand of God represents Jesus Christ in all of His fullness. The accepted Son of God. Think about that. And His right hand over and over the psalmist says, I could give you psalm after psalm and I'm running out of time. Give you psalm after psalm about the right hand of the Lord. The right hand of the Lord protects. The right hand of the Lord provides. The right hand of the Lord, you see, lifts us up and exalts us. The right hand of the Lord. Come on now. Even Peter said that. It says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due time. There are people that need to be exalted out of situations in their life here today. And I'm here to tell you the right hand of God is working. The father said this. He said to Abram, he said, is there anything too hard for the Lord? He said in another place, he says, is my arm too short? Because while the hand deals with the intricacies of working with whatever's in your life. If I'm a surgeon and you need something, my hand is going to work. But the strength comes from the arm. Remember that old them bone song, you know? I mean, it's attached. And what we have to understand is that when he says that the right hand of the Lord does valiantly, that word valiantly in the Hebrew means the right hand of the Lord gives strength. Notice that. Notice what the, what the psalmist said. He said, they surrounded me on every side. But in the name of the Lord, oh, I don't know that you're getting this. I don't. I. Mm. Are you getting this? Okay, all right. Now notice it also means efficiency. The ability to do. The ability like an artist that constructs, you know, uh, uh, clay and, and things of that in different types of media. Is able to manipulate and able to make it form into something that is beautiful. It's the same thing. Efficiency. There are people that are efficient with their hands. They can work on cars and they can work on engines and things of that nature. And they, they've got the hands for it. And sometimes there's not any uh, ability in hands. I'm not, I don't have that ability. But I, I know people that can construct and, and build things with their hands. And it's a beautiful thing. But it's showing you... Exactly what the right hand of the Lord does. When he says he's valiantly, he not only strengthens us with the strength of that hand, but he also begins to form things and fashion things and make things. Are you awake out there? He begins to form things and, you know, and, and, and work things out in our lives. Amen? They look like messes. But boy, the hand of the Lord comes in. And he begins to work that 
in our lives with our hand. And the great thing about that is that the hand's attached to the arm of the Lord. And the arm of the Lord is a symbol of his strength. And in fact, it's the strong arm of the Lord that raised you out of that grave and set you on where Jesus is. The greatest, the greatest example of God's power was not in the creation of the universe. Because in Psalm chapter 8, it says, you created the heavens with your fingers. The earth and everything that we see here was created by God's hands. And in fact, man was given dominion over the work of God's hands. The greatest example of power, example of power, is when Jesus was raised from the dead. And God had to use the full force of his strength in his arm to lift Jesus up because he wasn't just lifting Jesus up, he was lifting you up with him. This is the arm of the Lord. Another definition of this word is wealth. Is wealth. When the right hand of the Lord is operating in your life, that hand brings wealth. That's exactly, I'm not, I'm not saying this is exactly what the Hebrew says. So he brings strength, he brings efficiency, he brings wealth. Amen? So guess what? The right hand of the Lord, when it's operating in your life, it begins to articulate and bring about wealth. Now what does wealth mean? Does wealth mean just coins and money? No. Wealth means, you know, abundance in every area. So when that right hand of the Lord comes into your life, abundance comes into your life. Amen? And then, here's the best of all. It means army. Oh. It means army. So when the right hand of the Lord does valiantly, that means it brings... The right hand of the Lord brings the army, the host from heaven. He is the Lord of the Sabaoth. He is the Lord of angel armies. And you've got help from the sanctuary. Praise God. The kingdom of God is behind you, backing you when you stand on his word. Amen. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord strengthens me. The right hand of the Lord makes me efficient. The right hand of the Lord brings wealth. The right hand of the Lord brings the armies of heaven. The right hand of the Lord. I'm telling you, you can't lose. You can't lose. If you lose, you just gave up. Amen? I'm telling you what. I said this on Wednesday night when we were doing Ephesians. But the minute we escape this tent, the minute we step out of this tent, and we see life as it really is, we're going to be like, oh, crud. You mean I was that close? You mean I could have stepped over? You mean that I could have, I was about to break through and break out? You mean to tell me that I had all this behind me? I don't know. You mean that's who the enemy is? That is who the enemy is? 
Hello, there's going to be tears in heaven. There's going to be tears about what you could have done. <laughs> Amen? I didn't need to get all worked up about that stuff. I didn't need to get all fatigued about it. I didn't need to worry about that stuff. My goodness gracious, I see angels all... Come on. Because the arm of the Lord does valiantly. So praise God, we need that coming out of our spirit. The arm of the Lord, the strong arm of the Lord, does valiantly. The arm of the Lord exalts. Amen? And the right hand of the Lord does valiantly again. So you see it twice. You know God's wanting to get a picture in your mind. So anything that's double... The double, you know, it's the double. It's the law of the double. It means that, you know, when it says, Thou shalt keep him in perfect peace, the actual word is peace, peace. So it's peace that supersedes and overcomes normal peace. It's all the supernatural peace, shalom of God, and then more on top of that. And so when it comes to the strong arm, the right hand of God operating in your life, he says the, 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 the right hand of the Lord does valiantly. He strengthens. He gives me efficiency. He brings wealth and resource. And he brings an army of hosts. And the right hand of the Lord exalts. That means I can't get in a ditch low enough. That he can't raise me up. Amen. Jesus was in the lower parts of the earth. The Bible says that he visited the lowest of the low. He went down to Tartarus. But guess what? God raised him up with a strong hand. Amen. David said, Though I make my bed in hell, Thou art with me. Praise God. There ain't no pit low enough that the right hand of the Lord cannot lift and raise you up. Amen? I'm running out of time. Let's go to uh, Isaiah. Isaiah 41. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 41 and verse number 10, another scripture that I've held on to for a long, long time. And I'm still hanging on to it. Amen? You know, you need to find scriptures to be handholds as you're climbing this rock face known as life. (laughs) Amen? Amen? Positionally, in Christ, you're on top of the mountain. But in the, in the world, you're still having to climb some stuff. But the Bible says he'll make your feet like hinds feet. You ever seen goats? Goats can climb up flat mountains. They can, they can climb up there. They've got them hinds feet and they can get up there. Well, guess what? He'll change your feet. In whatever situation, he'll change your feet. 
to be able to overcome situations in life. Amen? Amen? He says, fear not. Why? Because I'm with you. See, we have to cultivate, if we're going to understand the right hand of God operating in our life, we've got to, it doesn't leave. You may have thought he skipped out to go get a cup of coffee when the doctor was telling you you only had so many days to live. You might have thought that he wasn't in that jail cell with you, that he was out talking to your mom and dad and, you know, and, and, and praying for you. No, he doesn't leave. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And that's the reason why you're called, you're commanded. That's a command. Fear not. Don't be afraid. He says, be not dismayed. I shared this with you. Don't set your gaze. On other things and be distracted by other things. For I am your God. So he's saying your attention needs to be on me. Remember, if you're going to operate in this strength, the strong arm of the Lord operating in your life, you're going to have to keep your focus on the Lord. You can't be distracted by the opinions of doctors. You can't be distracted by the opinions of men. You can't, the criticism of men. You know, people are going to criticize you. Are you going to focus on that? So you focus on that. Basically, you're not focusing on the right thing. Amen? And he says, notice this. I will strengthen you. Amen? That means I'll make you stout. I'll make you strong. I'll make you bold. I will help you. Notice he says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. See, no matter what you're going through, and no matter how deep the pit is beneath you, God has you. Amen? He says, don't be afraid. I'm with you, man. Don't be looking at this and looking at that. I'm your God. Not them. Not them. Not them. I will strengthen you. There ain't no medicine can strengthen you. There ain't no treatment can strengthen you. There ain't no human being can strengthen you. But I will strengthen you. I will strengthen you. And I'll help you. And I'll uphold you. Oh, just to meditate on those words. Just to meditate on that word. God's got you. He's upholding you with his righteous right hand. And what's so great about him attaching righteousness to it is that is legal language. 
That means the hosts of hell can't, uh, can't impede that or take you out of that. Because you don't have your own righteousness. You have His righteousness. And His righteousness holds you by His power. Amen? Praise God. We don't need to be afraid. Oh, there's things that come against us and try to make us afraid. But praise God, we don't have to be. Amen? I'm going to close with this and I'm going to read a scripture out of the Passion and then we're going to pray. Amen. Isaiah 53. One of my favorite verses in the, in the scripture. Isaiah 53 and verse number 1. How am I going to get the strong arm of the Lord active in my life? Because see, God's hand reveals that he's interested in my life. So much so that he orchestrated and made a way of redemption. He orchestrated and made a new creation. He orchestrated and made a way where there seemed to be no way. And he not only articulated it with his fingers and with his hands, but he used his strong arm to bring it to pass. And that same hand and that same arm is active right now today. Right now. And in fact, if you went with strength, ability, and might, you could say this from a biblical standpoint, that when you got baptized in the Holy Spirit, the strong arm of the Lord came in you to stay. Because that's what Jesus said. He said, you shall receive power. Ability, efficiency, and might after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be martus, witnesses. You'll be walking dead people that will testify of the life of God and the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He noticed he said this. He said, in my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with tongues. If they take up any deadly thing or drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. He says they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now, he's not talking about the apostles. He's talking about the people that came after the apostles. Because he doesn't say, and you will do this, and you will do that. He says, no, they will do that. And he's talking about you and me. But it says in the actual Greek, it says this, where it says, And the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. It doesn't say with them in the Greek. It says, and the Lord working, confirming his word. That that takes it to a whole other level. Because it shows you that his right hand, his salvation, his provision, his purpose, his plan, his activity, his desire is now upon the body of Christ We have become 
one with the right hand of God. And that means, Kirby, that when we use our hand to lay hands on the sick, the right hand of God gets in our hand and does the work. The Lord working, confirming His Word with signs and wonders following. Notice this, verse number one. Are you okay? Anybody getting anything out of this? The prophet Isaiah says this. He says, who has believed what he has heard from us? I like the King James. It says, who hath believed our report? (laughs) Amen? Notice the next phrase. And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Listen to that. Because it's showing you that in order to see the arm of the Lord revealed, you have to believe the report. You got to believe the report. I remember, I can hear Sharon singing right now. Whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. I said, Whose report shall you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. His report says I am healed. His report says I am filled. His report says I am free. His report says victory. Amen. I, I don't have that quiver. I can, uh. <laughs> oh my goodness! To hear David E. My sing again—that's going to be a wonderful time. He had this. <laughs> but we would sing that. We would sing that. We would sing that yes. and sing that and sing that. Yes. Why? Because it matters what you believe about the report. See, the arm of the Lord is already upon you and for you. God, you know, I, I can tell when someone is wanting to greet me by the way they hold our hands. You know, if they're like this and like this, you know. How many ever seen a little kid out playing in the outfield? They're not ready. They're not ready. They hear that smack of the bat, and it's coming their direction, and they, they got to scramble. They're not ready. They don't have it together. But God's hands are like this. And they're out. They're ready to give and to receive. They're ready. Amen. They're ready to heal and to bless. I'm going to read this scripture out of the Passion Translation. This is a song. You need to make this a song if you can because it's, it's the song of the Lord for this moment right now. It says, Lord, you are my true strength and my glory song. Amen? 
In the hearts and homes of all the devoted lovers, my loud shouts of victory will echo throughout the land. Come on, stand up. Give us loud shout and echo throughout the land. Come on now. Come on. Thank you, Lord. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now listen, listen, listen to the song. Listen to the song. It says, for Yahweh's right hand conquers valiantly. The right hand of Yahweh exalts. Listen to this. The right hand of Yahweh will never fail. Hallelujah. He will never fail. He will never fail. And then the next phrase. I will not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Oh, you need to say that out loud. I will not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Why? Because the right hand of God does valiantly. The right hand of God exalts. The right hand of God never fails. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Lift your hand. If you've if you got something wrong in your body, lift your hand right now in Jesus' name. Something's going on right now in Jesus' name. The right hand of the Lord goes forth right now in the name of Jesus, confirming with signs following right now in Jesus' name. The arm of the power of God, the Holy Ghost, is going forth right now in dunamizing you from within and driving out all sickness and malady right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, soreness of joints, soreness of joints, especially in the shoulder area and in the knees, right now in the name of Jesus, the divine life of God is going and surging throughout, causing those knees to not swell, causing those shoulders to not be tense, causing the pain to leave right now. Pain, leave right now in the name of Jesus. I sense stomach disorders right now. Stomach problems, digestion problems right now. In Jesus' name, put your hand on your belly. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we speak life and health Right now, into these stomachs, into the digestive system right now, in the name of Jesus. And we command all irritation, all inflammation to leave them now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
If you've had soreness in your joints, in your, in your shoulders, begin to move them right now in the name of Jesus. If you've had problems with your knees, begin to bend them right now in the name of Jesus. The strong arm of the Lord, Jesus Christ, is here right now in Jesus' name. We just declare right now in the name of Jesus that we are free. Hallelujah, because the right hand of the Lord does valiantly in our lives. He exalts us. <coughs> Hallelujah. Uh, right now, in Jesus' name, I come against allergies right now in the name of Jesus. I curse inflammation, inflammation in the nasal passages, inflammation in any of the canals right now in the name of Jesus. And I declare that we are whole in Jesus' name. I come against asthma right now. Asthma, asthma-related right now. Asthma, breathing issues right now. Put your hands on your lungs right now. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, I speak divine life into these lungs right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that every fiber and cell of their respiratory system is saturated with the divine life of God, eradicating all impairment, all sickness, all heavy breathing right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you that they're going to have strong breaths in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, if you have anything that you need, if you need to be born again here today, this is a great day to be born again. If you need to receive Christ into your life, we will have ministers up here at the end of service. Please come up and avail yourself to them. If you need to reconnect with the Lord, maybe you haven't walked with him the way that you uh, desire to. Maybe you went through a season in your life in which it's just not tender with the Lord. Praise God you can reconnect because he never left. He never left. But you know, sometimes a good prayer of agreement with someone can cause us to feel that connection. Amen. Even though it never left, our awareness of it has. And we need to reconnect. If you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, with the divine power of God. Praise God, they'll help you and assist you. If you need deliverance in your life or healing in your body, I believe that, praise God, the healing power of God is present to heal right now. He's healing people right now. Amen. Hallelujah. And they're going to be up here to, to minister to your needs. Don't go out the same way you came in. Amen. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 By studying the Holy Spirit and studying the Lord Jesus in the Old Testament like we're doing, like was so greatly done last week when we talked about the seed, and like it's being done today and in the weeks to come, it's going to equip you with the ability to see who is on the inside of you. And that's really all it's supposed to do 
is to create the awareness of divine life. You know, it's one of the mysteries. You know, the Apostle Paul taught seven mysteries. And the main mystery that he taught is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen? And praise God, we've got to get a hold of that. I said we've got to get a hold of that. Amen? We've got to get a hold of that. We are God's address in the earth. Amen? Praise God. We might not act like it, but as far as God is concerned, we're God's address. So that means everything that his kingdom provides is on the inside of each and every believer. Amen? Praise God. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Glory to God. It takes a song, saith the Lord. It takes a song deep within the bosom of your heart, flowing forth from the resources of my life within you, saith the Lord. This song will promote strength and health and deliverance, saith God. As you begin to sing it forth within your home, in the privacy of your life, saith God. Demons will tremble as my notes will emanate forth from your mouth, saith the Lord. And you will begin to declare something that I have longed to see on this earth, saith God. Release, release my song that is within you, saith God. And you will see that it will be the harmony of victory that will propel you into this life, saith God. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? I believe that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Can we lift our hands and thank Him? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. For the Lord is good. And his steadfast love endures forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. You're dead.